we're looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 7. I think it's also coming up on the screen. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Life is temporary, but life is such a gift. Life is a huge privilege. Every day can be full of joy, beauty, and creativity. There is so much to celebrate in life. I know that. Yesterday was my birthday. Today is Father's Day. It's a big celebration weekend. But at times, life can also be tough. It can be painful and challenging. And the pain and the hurt of life can hit us in hundreds and hundreds of different ways. A few years ago, uh, our son Jesse, I think he was about five years old, uh, he was playing outside our house. And he was doing, as kids do, just twirling around a sort of wooden lamppost. And he was kind of going round, and everything was fine. He was having loads of fun. And suddenly his hand hit a rough part of the telegraph pole. And we looked at his hand, and we saw what looked like hundreds of splinters, all in his little fingers, all in the palm of his hand. And what was fun and full of joy suddenly turned into a very painful moment for him. And the next couple of hours, Emily and I sat with him with a pair of tweezers, drawing out these little splinters. Sometimes life can be a little bit like that. We're going through, having fun, it's full of joy, and then suddenly we hit a rough patch. And I think the question in those times is, where do we turn when life hurts? Where do we go to find comfort and strength? In this passage, the Apostle Paul, he reminds us of the truth that God ultimately brings true comfort. It's who he is. It's in his nature. It's his character to bring comfort. In John 14, and we looked at this passage a few weeks ago, Jesus promises his disciples the comfort of the Holy Spirit. It's a promise that he gives not only to the disciples, but to all Christians today and into the future. It's a promise for you and it's a promise for me. And here in this passage, Paul describes God as the father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Just for a moment, just let that title settle in your heart. The God of all comfort. These aren't just nice words. This isn't just a catchy title for God that Paul came up with. Paul is speaking from experience. 
That's why he's able to start this passage with praise and worship. Our worship is a response to a revelation. When we see who God is, when we've experienced his character at work in our lives, the natural overflow is to worship. The Apostle Paul, he knew what it was to be comforted in all of his troubles, whatever he was facing in life, physical hardships, anxiety, danger, uncertainty, persecution. You've only got to go as far as the next verse in this passage, verse 8, and it says that they were despairing of life itself. It's right into the midst of those circumstances that the Apostle Paul knows the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And despite all of his pain and challenges, he mentions the word comfort in these four short verses nine times. What can we learn from that? I think he wants us to know with any, without any shadow of a doubt that it's God through the Holy Spirit that brings comfort. That's plain to see from this passage. And yet, I don't know about you, but I'm so quick to have my own brand of comfort. It's amazing how at the end of a tough week, some Ben and Jerry's and a cold beer can make a difference. Maybe binging yet again on a little bit of Netflix or some internet surfing or shopping. Sometimes I know for me, it's just the creature comforts in life that I might use in some way, consciously or subconsciously, to numb the pain. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with these things in and of themselves. But what I've come to discover is that these things, they can only take us so far. And hopefully it's not just me. I think it might be for all of us. We crave comfort. But so often we forget the source of all comfort. I've already mentioned uh, Jesse and uh, But when our boys were small, we've got four sons, for those of you that don't know. And you may have experienced this with your own children, if you have children. Whenever they fell over, or whenever they hurt themselves, or whenever they were having a bad dream, they would come and find us as their primary source of comfort. They might cry out. They might hold their hands up in the air for us to give them a, a cuddle. If it was in the night, they might come and snuggle in to bed with us to get close. And I don't know if you've ever witnessed this before, but sometimes there were also those moments with children where they instantly can't find you. And so something happens, and just momentarily, just for a few seconds, they have to put on a brave face. And they bottle it up. And if you've ever witnessed, before, witnessed this before, it's like the bottom lip starts quivering. And then there's that moment when they see you and suddenly it all comes out, all of the hurt, all of the pain. And of course, we would come in that moment and we'd comfort them and kneel next to them, put an arm around them. It's all right. It's all right. And if it was in the middle of the night, I'd say, it's all right. Mum's there. But I think it's amazing how quickly the substitutes for comfort can be introduced. The dummy, the soft toy, the comfort blanket, the iPad. 
And so life goes on. And as we get older, we find more and more things to be a substitute for our comfort, things to pacify us. We get better and better at hiding our pain and our hurt, stuffing it down inside. And I know what I've come to realize about myself is that generally I try to avoid discomfort at all costs. But what we see here in this passage, I think, is that when we receive comfort from God, it doesn't produce avoidance, but it produces endurance. Verse 6 says this, that comfort produces in you patient endurance. God doesn't simply eradicate or avoid our troubles or our pain, but he promises to comfort us in all our troubles. Whatever it is that we might be going through. You may be facing something today. You might be carrying something from the past Maybe for you it's ill health. Maybe it's relationship challenges with family or friendships. Maybe with a spouse. Maybe it's loneliness. Maybe you've experienced a trauma in your life. Whatever it is, God by his Holy Spirit promises to be with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He's not detached or disconnected from our pain. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, he comes to dwell within us in the midst of our pain. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He's described in the Greek as the parakletos. He's the one who comes alongside. He's the comforter. Come from the Latin together. And fort meaning strength. It's like together strength. When we have the Holy Spirit in us, when we believe in Jesus and he comes to dwell in our hearts, we have that together strength. He stands alongside us, beside us, behind us and before us. He's always present. That's what gives us the strength in life to endure. So many of the things that I can reach for for comfort are temporary. But the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it's permanent. It's unshakable. It's unbreakable. Paul describes this as a firm hope, secure and solid. That's been my experience. So many moments in life where it's been challenging. Stuff's happened and I've needed to encounter the comfort of God. I remember one time when my grandmother died and I just remember feeling so sad and just so heavy with grief. And I was actually in a, in a church service in a time of worship and I remember just praying to God, just crying out to him, God, can you help me? I just feel so grief stricken. And in that moment, I can remember having this picture in my mind's eye and it was of my grandmother And she was sort of standing at the end of this jetty with this absolutely crystal clear lake and this kind of mountain scene and a sunset. And in that moment, I just sensed God say to me, your grandmother's with me. And I just remember in that moment, this grief lifting off. It was like this weight that had been on my shoulders and it just lifted off. There was another time when I was doing my A-levels and 
Some of you may know this already, but I was, I was quite keen to do medicine when I was younger. And I retook my A-levels and I got some quite good grades that would have got me in. But I didn't receive any offers from the universities. And I was so disappointed. I can just remember thinking, God, what am I going to do now? And again, at that time, someone came up to me and they said, you know, I've just got a word for you. And the word is from scripture. And it was a similar word to what Hannah read earlier from Jeremiah 29 verse 11 that, where it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future and again for me that was so comforting I thought all my plans are dashed I'm not going to be a doctor and yet God knew he knew the plan that he had for me and for my family into the future and there are so many moments where I've received the comfort of God. Yes, through the presence of the Holy Spirit, but also through his word, through prayer, through other Christians, through one another, through the church. And it's this comfort that we receive from the Holy Spirit, this firm hope that we are called as Christians to give away to pass on to other people that we come into contact with. Verse 4 says, He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble. It seems to me that what this world is crying out for at this time is comfort. We live in a broken and complex world and yet there is one who is available to us, the one who comforts, who comes alongside, the helper, a firm hope. See so many people in this world trying to numb the pain that they bury down inside. And yet the comforter is available. One who's strong when we're weak. One who is certain when we're uncertain. One who's been there and experienced the pain of suffering, and yet has come through to new life. And I believe that's what the cross shows us when Jesus died for each one of us. That's what Paul says. He says, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. And comfort is felt most strongly by those who've been through the same experiences as ourselves. Do you ever find that? If you're struggling with something or if you've been through something, it's often those that have had the same experience that can comfort us most closely. And that's exactly what God did when God sent his son Jesus to this world. He lived like one of us. He experienced life like each one of us. He was tempted like we're tempted. He was hurt like we're hurt. Jesus didn't stay in the relative comfort of heaven, but he came down to this earth in the discomfort of a stable so that we, humankind, could be comforted. He suffered, he died. He was buried and he was raised to new life. And he hung on that cross. And he had the splinters from that cross 
so that he might bring comfort and healing for the splinters that we receive in our lives. That's a hope, firm and secure, that never perishes, never spoils, never fades. How amazing to think that whatever we go through, the most powerful source of comfort we could ever want is available to each one of us. And I believe that he's available to us right now. And that's what we're going to do. We're just going to invite the Holy Spirit to come. So could I invite you to stand? And let's pray that we would receive, again, the source, the God of all comfort, and that he might come and fill each one of us.